What do you got there? It's a copy of... Fight Club 1999. Hey, where'd you find that? It was... Found behind the vending machine. Behind the vending machine. Found behind the vending machine. Found behind the vending machine. All right, so we are going to talk about, this is a request from somebody who comments on a lot of our uh, podcasts, he requested Fight Club. So th- we, we probably would have eventually done it at some point, I feel like, anyway, but... Uh, yeah, I thought this was like one of your favorite movies It is. It, it, well, it was at the time. I, I mean, it's still good. Honestly, I was surprised. I think we talked about it, Jay. Like, it held up. I mean, what would you think? I catch, my, I, I catch myself, t- I've been talking about it at work over the last week. They're like, what's your favorite movies, blah, blah. I'm like, I didn't know it, but I forgot because I moved it on my list because I've watched all these other movies. I'm like... My club's in my top five easy, and I don't know why I moved away from that. Well, here's what I think happened is when it came out was before Columbine. Everything. 9-11. <laughs> and Martha everything. Stewart going to jail. Like, they were ripping on Martha oh, Stewart going, fuck her. Like, I went, oh, my yeah. God. I, 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 Martha Stewart did it. That's what it was. <laughs> I that think was it was just point. the world was here, and then there was a post-Fight Club world, and then the or pre-Fight Club world, and the post-Fight Club world, and it kind of, like, lost some flavor even to the point like that copier scene, which is jumping ahead, but like when he's like left the the paperwork on the uh, copier for the rules of Fight Club, mm-hmm. and the boss comes up and goes, you know who who did this? And he goes, well, I would say whoever who whoever did it might be crazy enough and come back with a gun and shoot the office up. Right. And there were reports like going prior to Columbine, like I mean, obviously it was like people were laughing in the audience, and then afterward it was like, ew, what a terrible well, that, taste. That was kind of like a was very that was close. like a real thing then though. Yeah, like even a lot of the. Postal uh, stuff. Automotive factories. Well, there's a lot of yeah. postal thing. They were, they were having a lot this, of issues around then. This movie tapped into something that was there mm-hmm. and is still there. It's, but oh, this yeah. is the first one to tap into it. I think. Well, you also look at the fact that like the mental health care in our going country to is di- non-existent. Well, and then them going to each thing, like like it's going to each the mental. Support group. Support so the, all groups, the support groups. The over-masculinity of the movie, people were complaining about. There's just certain things. Over-masculinity, that, what? Well, it's really about. more about like. Commerce, like it's it's the whole thing is ultimately. That's what I told somebody. Consumerism, right. consumerism, and, making you oh, yeah. feel oh, less than. Oh yeah, and right you here. have to. The and you IKEA have to feel, commercial and you for like the feel, first like 15, 20 minutes uh-huh. of the movie is like, or maybe even longer. It's like a IKEA fucking commercial. So, so David Fincher, the director of this, and so at the time when I saw this, I think David Fincher had done uh, Seven, which was like the mind blowing movie for me at that point too. Then he went into the game, and then this, I believe, was the order. So it was like because I was kind, I'm constantly looking for like my next. Spielberg. Like, I love Spielberg up until a certain point. This is right around the point where I'm like, ah, oh, you're kind of losing the thread, <clears throat> dude. He's a, he's a hack. Uh, he, uh, to me, I loved West Side Story Spielberg? was the first movie he's made that's been... Spielberg's a hack? Yes. He was... He's been kind of, like, lost... He's lost his way, in my opinion. I, I'll on. tell you what. When I saw that video of him in... Was it college he did that? He did a movie? He did a war movie. I think it was in college. Or maybe it was even beforehand, like, when he did that. Like, some he of the shit... He did a bunch of Super 8 movies showed, as a kid. He did some... Sh- well, but he did some stuff and like, I think it was before, uh, the, I would... I guess the silver screen, whatever the hell you want to call it, the big movie stuff. Yeah. Where it was, like, very innovative to how he did things, mm-hmm. right? Like, the one thing I remember in my head is that uh, to do this, like, uh, World War II storming the beach kind of thing, he put, like... He put a board out there and he put sand on the board and he'd dig holes so, like, when the... When the guys would run by, he'd they'd step on a board and the sand would go up, and then he'd use that as a, the special effects uh-huh. for the explosion uh-huh. stuff. Like, I'm like, that's super fucking creative, right? You got no budget for this stuff. You don't do explosions. You you add the 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 uh, the sound in later, yep. whatever. I'm like, that's the kind of shit that like I think got him to that status he had. What well, he like, loved. He, he, well, he did. He did. Uh, uh, E.T. or something, right? Jaws, E.T., Indiana Jones. Oh, he did Jaws too? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jaws is the big... 
That's his first big. He, they, they they consider him being the inventor of the summer mm-hmm. blockbuster because of Jaws. Yeah, because well, with Jaws, he'd plan on showing the shark through the whole movie, mm-hmm. but because of, again, it was like the same thing I, we've talked about before with George Lucas. Sharks are hard to train, though. Being being limited, being limited by uh, constraints of what your vision is versus what the reality of creating that vision sometimes can force magic. And you know, mm-hmm. he, because he couldn't show the shark, he got inventive and teased the shark, and then it just worked more and more through the whole thing. And mm-hmm. where, you know, same thing for George Lucas wanted to do all these goofy things and all the British guys that he worked with would be like, no, nah, that's stupid. We're not going to do when, that. When did him and George Lucas team up? Indiana Jones. That right? was in, Indiana Jones was the first one that they. Because they were ushering in this. You're talking. Okay. This is like 75 for Jaws, 77. Yeah, and then 81, I we think. We were like fucking. We were born at the perfect time. We were like time. fucking. Yeah. We were born at the perfect time. We just time missed for being West Spots age. and her parents. Would you call that the golden age of movies? I think so. I mean, it's really yeah. what shaped every. That's why we have all these superhero movies now, is because of all that stuff at the beginning. Because of us. Well, I mean, not us. I mean, but, but people, people like, grew like up watching us. that. Stuff. Yeah, rich people. So basically, Fincher, I was looking for like my next guy to be like the guy I'm rooting for. And that and this is where this came out. And it was just the perfect time. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, 98 or 99 did this come out? I didn't have a date. Which one? Fight Club. I'm lifting oh, look it up just shit. real quick. I think it yeah, was like I, I actually had that. I think it was ninety nine. <laughs> um, it, it it was just it spoke to me at this point. Like even the the whole fact of like again the consumerism aspect of all these people. You know, Madman well, even tap Mad or Mad. Uh, the Mad stuff Man. you buy owns you. You don't own. Yes, it. one of my favorite lines. That's what I kept writing. I go. There were so many lines in this that I'm like, I go, wow, that became a little. You would think 11, by the looks of here. Eleven, eleven, ninety nine. Okay. Oh, so only uh, it's, two but months. It's, it says Germany. Two months and two days after uh, Dreamcast came yeah. out. It says it says in parentheses Germany though, so I don't know what that means. Oh, that's uh, might have been where it premiered first. The first showing of it or okay. something. Okay. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's when I worked at Circuit City. I, I love this movie so much, and I saw it so many times in a row that I went to this is right pretty much when we started hanging out because we were it was like the target t- target mm-hmm. times. Um, but like uh, I remember going into work and talking to one kid going. I go, man, I go, I really just want somebody to, like, punch me. I just really want to. I've never been hit the face. I want to. F-. And this one kid was like, all right, yeah, let's go out back. I go, all right. And he's like, goes, yeah, let's go, let's go. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And we're walking. He goes, he goes, he goes man, he goes, I could hit pretty much anybody. He goes, but he goes, I can't hit you. He goes, as much as you want me to, he goes, I just can't do it. And I go, but I'm, I'm letting you. And he goes, I still couldn't do it. Well, that's what he, what, he, what, he, what he does punch me. He goes, the ear? Fucking the ear? You hit me in the ear? So David Fincher told him, uh, told Brad Pitt. He told Brad Pitt. Man. Or he told uh, uh, Ed Norton, he goes, because he was supposed to do a fake, and he goes, he goes, hit him in the ear. Like, he actually said that. So that was all real reaction of Brad Pitt being like, ah, you hit me in the fucking ear. And I guess if you look at I read that afterward, otherwise I would have looked for it. That's a real punch. Yeah, it's a real punch to his ear. That's because they paid him so much. They had to get even with him. He did get paid way more. Dude, they used to get paid so much. Well, who, Brad Pitt did? Brad got paid like $20 to $2.5 for him. But at Norton, I, I guess you can him. see him smile, like I see him laughing. I hated Brad Pitt early in his career, but then I started liking him more and more, though. The more, the, you, more you saw him, sure. When, when did saw, you hate him before this, Dumb and Louise? No, actually, uh, I, I hated Legends him up until, uh, what Rebel was that movie with uh, George Clooney? And Ocean's 18, he, he 13, was, 12, no, 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 he was, he was the... Brad Pitt was the physical oh burn fitness. after reading burn after reading burn after reading when he got shot in a closet wow Th- wow spoilers that, that's <laughs> when I started liking Brad Pitt though because I mean for at that time when I saw that like like he's this you I hated I, him I, in Twelve Monkeys I hated him in everything Twelve Monkeys I hated him in he won everything. a fucking Oscar for Twelve Monkeys as uh, I can still hate the motherfucker it don't matter or was at least do you, do you forget it? Hold, hold on hold on hold on 
I'm starting my trolling motor up. You dumb motherfuckers. You don't even know that? Okay. Anyways, I hated him up I thought, until I then. thought he was saying Brad Pitt was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre for a second. I don't know where no, the fuck he was No, it was a trolling motor. Trolling? You, you tell me I troll all the time. Yeah, so. I think only Brad Pitt won an Oscar as a producer. So okay. anyways. And that was um, but seven, that's when I 12 Years a Slave. No. Oh, yes, it was. Yes. yes. Oh, that's when I started liking him, though. Because I was like, any, any like, big time actor like, like years him. Bet, I was going to say no. To, to somebody... take that type of role, like, to do that. Like, I feel like that's a person that can, like, kind of laugh at his own career in a sense and be like. Well, he's perpetually, you know, like, fought against being was the pretty boy. Was he nominated again for Inglorious Bastards, too? I think oh, he was. He was good. Yeah. Oh, I fucking loved him. Uh, see, this is what I hate. I'm the second best speaker of the they said that's his best acting. It's in Glorious Masters. A lot of people say in Glorious. But so Fury. But, yeah, so his whole thing is he's got the. They always go, Bonjourno. Bonjourno. Because it waits a while. He goes, I'm the sick and best of speaking in town. And then it's like later, and you just see him. Bonjourno. <laughs> but no, he's uh, leading man looks, but character oh, actor personality. There's still men. I wish I looked like he did in that movie. He was cut like a motherfucker. That is still that is still one. If somebody goes, what do I want to look like? People still to this day, 20 years later, go, I want to look like this person here when they go work out. For Fight Club. For Fight Club, yep. No, no. I want to look like Meatloaf in one of those other movies. Or what even I want my look like Meatloaf in that movie. Follow the shit out of myself every day. (laughs) Bob's bitch tits. I, I did not know that was him. For like R- the R- longest person. R- 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 He's R- recent R- past. His name was Robert oh, Paulson. I am so sorry. Oh, dude. He I, died from COVID and he was a COVID denier, so I don't know. What? Oh, well, what? Come, God, hey, come hey, on, hey. Stop hating on us. What the fuck? He looked down for his own edit. No, nah, I don't think I'm going to edit it. Dude, he's you, a you good don't dude. Dis- disrespect everything. He's I'm a good me. guy, man. Regardless, whatever. So. He would do everything for love, but he wouldn't wear a mask or take a Well, vaccine. hey, dude, that's, that was a... F- Sorry, what you, like, you beat me to? Uh, that was a fake made-up virus. You virus. actually beat me to the punch on it, because I, I was going to say something along those lines. So All right, we're talking about... We got, we got half okay, an hour. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So I got... Listen, dude, we got to get to this. All right, so yeah, you've got notes. Let's go with your guys' notes. So there's, notes. There's, there's, there's clues to this whole movie once you watch it for the 40th uh, mm-hmm. time. Um, here's a... Oh, no- yeah. Uh, no, that's what I, I told know Sean. this because Tyler Wait, knows right? this. That's one of the first things he says mm-hmm. in the movies. Oh, what they're doing when the begin end of the movie is being shown at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He sits mm-hmm. down at the beginning and he goes, "I know this oh, because yeah. Tyler knows this." Yeah, well, actually, the very beginning of the movie, the opening shot of being like in the synapses in the yeah. brain. David mm-hmm. Fincher wanted to do it from like the fierce. He wanted. He goes, "I want to film this shot to the producers of the mm-hmm. film." I want to film this shot where it's uh and it's a heavy well, CG I think where it goes from the synapses up through to the mm-hmm. and they're like, "You're crazy. We're not paying for that." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, listen." He goes. I'll get to a certain point. I'll show you the dailies. If you agree with what I'm doing, then you'll give me the money. And like, all right, whatever. And he had enough dailies, and he showed them. They go, "Here's your money. Get your opening credits. We get what you're doing." You know, Oops, but, but that's how the movie starts. A new sound. It's uh, you see right. the. Was that I forgot that. Was that your troll motor? No, no I forgot that, that it started there. Like the music's right away. Like, dan and dan and it's like. It just is intense in your face right off the bat. Yep. And mm. it's the voiceover. I know this because Tyler knows this. And Which, I'm like, I'm like it, wait, I've never paid attention kinda, to that before. It, it starts off, like, uh, well, right after that, it's it picks up like it's like an autobiography kind of thing, right? Like you, you hear him talking and you see like everything that he's doing. You hear it, just his voice. He's going through his daily life and all that shit, right? Well, I mean, what do I, I always say it like voiceovers are death typically to movies. Like voiceovers and not yeah. used properly. Well, not used kill. properly for sure. Not used properly. Most but definitely. But you just kind of know this what's is on the, the person's brain. You should know what's on that person's mind. 
And you should, yeah, and you shouldn't rely on it. I think. Right? It's not. It's not walking you through the movie. It's letting you know what's in their mind. It's like ex- it's, it's yeah. different. It's it's yeah. not. It's not calling you stupid. Well, in the screenplay, he didn't put any voiceovers. That was all added as they were working on it because mm-hmm. Chuck Palahniuk, like his text, his 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 writing is so vivid that they had to like incorporate that mm-hmm. kind of mentality. You had to really be in his mindset, especially because yeah. we're in his. This whole movie is about his mind. His right? mind, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's a big part of, like, exactly. Like, if you have to explain certain things to a certain point, you don't want to over-explain it. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to let somebody try to fill in all the blanks because that'll put them off course for where you're, I think, where you're trying to go, right? Well, he's an like, insurance. Uh, he's an, a, no, no, he's the risk assessment risk insurance assessment. thing. I mean, yes, but he, no. Right? He explains it later where he goes he does, I have for recalls for car companies that make Parts. So if like, X costs us more than blah blah blah, then there's no recall. Yeah. Which is yeah. where I learned that first, and then actually later on finding out that like, yeah, that's actually a real thing. Uh, like that's a major that's, up. that's a major up. real thing. That's like Peloton with their uh yeah. treadmills killing people and stuff and animals and kids and no, uh, 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 it's not Peloton doing that. It's the people not operating them correctly. Yeah. All right, all right, um, Apple. <laughs> <we> just, <laughs> all right, Apple. So the uh <laughs> The other thing that Fincher, so, so Fincher, a couple other things he said with no. the, the. Well, he start. I'm sorry. He starts off like immediately though, saying that uh, about he has insomnia too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I put here, uh, sleep deprivation could be worse than anything else. A slip of what's real and what isn't and irritability. And I have here, you can die from insomnia. WebMD so. says so. Oh, you looked it up too? So I looked up. Like, Didn't we have that? Wasn't that one of the Nick Cage about, movies? We talked about how sleep deprivation could be worse yeah, than alcoholism, he, drugs. A score to settle, I think. Yes, I think that's what it was. But we talked about how sleep deprivation could be worse than any drug, any alcohol. Yeah, driving tired is yep. worse. Um, but yeah, no, David Fincher said... Because um, uh, he's laying on the couch on a deprivation, uh, slipping of a reality and not knowing what's real, what's not. And, yeah, and all his, like, like yeah. talking about... His apartment that he's in... Yeah. Is based upon David Fincher's first apartment that he hated. Uh, he like mm-hmm. made them recreate that entire, like how the whole layout was. Mm. Um, and that was his IKEA catalog. Yes, his catalog. IKEA catalog. 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 I know I didn't come out right. <laughs> um, so yeah. Oh, the scene. And also Fincher said insomnia. Leave me alone. When he's going to, when he finally finds the go, the comfort of going to these uh, support groups, these different cancers and bacteria and things like that. And he has that moment where he goes into the cave with the penguin, and mm-hmm. the penguins yes. just slide. That's why I said fucking penguins. But that he filmed that scene more to go to show like this is going to be a weird reality. We're creating a weird reality. He wanted to really be like wait, slip a reality with ready. the penguin. He, well, to put that in this movie, well, I don't remember the penguin. When he goes to your, your go to your happy cave or whatever, oh. and he's walking through the cave and he sees the little penguin. The penguin goes slide. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's where um, Adam Sandler got it Adam from? Sandler got the penguin. Totally, from? totally. It's okay, the same penguin. All I right. think they see the same thing. And also in uh, the movie uh, Meet the Spartans. Happy Feet? No, Meet oh, the Spartans. Oh, Meet the Spartans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So, hey, dude, Penguin's got to work too. Yep. So uh, they runs into Marla. Uh, him and Marla going to different meetings. Oh, nope. Uh, so he meets Tyler on the airplane. Oh, what, is, that, is that before? So he we're also Marla? seeing before he goes so, to these support groups, these little flashes. I think yes. there's five instances. And I remember, yep. oh. I didn't see the, I may, actually, I might have caught one the first time I saw it in the theater. Then when I watched it again, I'd see more, and I was trying to pause the freeze. For, like it was very hard. I was like, I'm not going to get a picture of these because it's so hard. Well, it's like he says. He says later on when he starts acknowledging the fact that Tyler is actually there. Right? Mm-hmm. He was apparently one of his night jobs because he can't sleep. He works at a uh, a theater, mm-hmm. and he splices the movie together, and that's where we we learned about the 
cigarette burns or whatever in the reels. For the record, the movie does it when the credits are rolling too. They show you quick penis. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, uncircumcised. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, oh, they I thought it was uncircumcised. Dude, it's fast. Maybe it's, we saw. Maybe we saw well, our own penis in that reflection. We, we know what he does in his off time. He looks. <laughs> but no, the uh, but they show cigarette burn. Roll? That's actually not what they're called. Right. That yeah. was something they made up for the movie. Oh. Yes. That people now think is real, but oh. that's like yes. a weird. It's not it's not an industry term, like they said they mm-hmm. I saw I did I see that. I love the way Tyler, Tyler points at it in the corner, goes back yep. down again. It's but I remember after seeing the theater, I would look for that and always notice like You would oh. see it every now and again. Yeah. I, shortly after that. I don't think you see it as not much anymore. anymore. No, it's digital. Digital, digital, yeah. yeah. But that was that. <laughs> so him and Tyler are on the plane. He realizes that they both have the exact same. There's clues all through oh, here. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And now you see, you're like, oh, they're t- oh yeah. He, he's telling us, and we're when they're going on the bus at one point. He walks on, and t- like Tyler pays. Like mm-hmm. it's like, and the other one, and then somebody mm-hmm. walks back, hits him, and then says, "Excuse me," to the other one. Like there's a lot of little weird. Well, it's also the. Uh, it is obviously later too. The the car accident. Tyler's driving, and he's in the passenger seat. But then after the accident. Tyler walks around, opens the door, and he's actually yeah, did you in catch, the driver's seat. Did you catch that? Oh, did I didn't. So when he's that? doing yeah. the like taking his hands, and everybody in the back seat's like suiting up. And like, I love. Can you imagine these people are seeing one man argue with right. himself? Yes, right, right, right. That's what I would. And they cult. never know. That's why they're always. That is a. But cult. they they take they think they're they think he's talking to them because they keep responding to him because he's t- wait, they think he's Don't testing see. them yes. too. Yep. yep. And so then he like lets go of the wheel, and when it goes off the road, when it's upside because it's upside down, uh, you don't realize. I Tyler, didn't, gets, I didn't catch that. Yeah, the Brad Pitt mm-hmm. gets out of the passenger side. I was side, proud of myself out. for catching the suitcase. Okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is I like didn't a- catch the that kind of thing. <laughs> I didn't catch it either. I read it, but so the, this is one thing I always ask at baseball. So you, you go see a baseball game, right? Mm-hmm. And you get up to walk down the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. I always ask myself, and I wonder if I got it from this movie or not. What's proper etiquette? <laughs> ass or crotch? That's uh, he gets, depend- before he gets up. At the so he gives it. depends on how they look. So he gives the narrator ass. It was a female. Uh, if so it, he gave if, crotch. If, if it's a hot female crotch, if it's just a dude no, he, or he gave he gave, he gave Ed Norton ass. ass and gave her crotch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what what, yeah. what was rude? That's Which a, one that's was etiquette. That rude? <laughs> it's it's not about rude. It's just about what. Well, you, technically, what he you gave favor. nobody ass, right? Because he got but it's what out. you favor, right. though. It's his own. It's his own self. Yeah. His own. Yeah. But it's what you favor. So though, it's I interesting. Think. I wouldn't say it's rude in the. Watching it, if you stopped and grabbed their head and shoved it into your hips or something like that, that might be rude. You know, like, but what do you normally ass, give? Ass to ass is okay. I think dick to ass is not okay. What do you, what do you mean? But, which so part? I think you stay front front. You stay back back. If That's you're getting up at a ball, is. if you're getting up like at a ballpark no, oh, or a stadium or something, that, yeah. and you're walking <clears throat> out, or a movie theater if it's tight, you're getting out of your seat to leave. Right, yeah. You're, and as you're walking, but I by. think look, walking by and staring down at people's faces is weird, right? Right, that's why I always leave. I theater do is different because I can't see who's sitting in the chairs. I'm watching where my feet what about, are. What about when you're walking out and you're both standing, like you're trying to go through a crowd? You do. I you feel do that I always face, right or no. I, I always put my ass towards the people because I feel like I can lean forward Cause, over. Cause it's very welcoming, <laughs> but it's also no. Well, but it's also like you're leaning. Your balance is it's better all because situational, you're, though. I think. You're leaning oh. the other way, so you're not going to fall onto that. If you that. fall backwards, that's right. Because especially at a stadium where it's I like the mm-hmm. seating's like that, right? So okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather fall forward, like put my balance to not fall. But oh, this he, way, he would rather put his ass up in the air. Well, no, his falls. his face would go to them, and he would lose balance and fall backwards. But if he's doing it the other way, he would just fall forward and brace himself against the stairs. But chairs. you, but if but if you have your back to the to the downhill portion of it, you can see who you can grab. No, you can. What if you can't grab anybody? You, your body. Like, well, then why would you be having back? your ass towards the other people out there? You'd be you walking straight. Yourself. You can brace yourself. No, on the chair. but if you, but if you're walking by and there's somebody there, you're you're going to decide if you go ass 
or crotch, right? Let's go to a baseball game this year and just totally forget about it. And I'm going to wait for Jay to get up and like, dude, just, yeah, I knew I you were fucking you. trolling. I, no, it hot chick, crotch, dude, ass. Oh wait, that could be bad though. That could be taken the wrong They're way. They're both too. together. Well, they're, sitting the, they're sitting in the same chair. <laughs> so sorry. Well, it depends. You're gonna keep if, rotating. If it, like, yes, sitting around excuse like a, excuse if, it's a, me, if it's a hot he's couple. He's turning back and forth doing three seconds. Yeah. You're like memorizing like he's doing three what, ugly. He's doing one hot. He's doing what eighty ugly. Too hot. One ass, hot. Ass, crotch, ass, crotch, crotch, ass. Is that a song? Crotch, crotch, ass, 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 crotch, crotch, ass, ass. and crotch, ass and crotch. <laughs> Somebody I saw a meme of uh, they go DJs this summer and it's like keep your wife, keep my wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth or whatever, and then uh, keep out of your fucking mouth. And I'm then, mad it's not Will Smith. That's like right. That's some kind of like. But it was like uh, they, they took the lines from that and turned it into like the DJ like you know like some kind right, of song. Yeah, like. he sounds like oh, some yeah. guy that's running some kind of carnival somewhere. <laughs> some techno song. <laughs> Keep your mother, 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 mother fucking mother. Okay, so Ty- he runs into Tyler. Tyler shows me yes. he makes soap. He gets Sorry. off the bus. I mean, tr- plane. I mean, he didn't. Oh, the yeah. airport. Air, air, air bus. bus. Yeah, you're right. You're not too far off. So what's the next thing he does? Oh, What's, air. Ah, well, he's airport getting, security. Yes. Remember that shit? It's a joke. Oh, my God. Yeah, th- th- that's what I put. I go, I go this PSA. is all like indoor smoking, pre-9-11 oh. flying. Like, oh, you can just sure. walk wherever. Dude, and the no, stuff he like, makes for so pay phones it's the everywhere. same chemicals for explosives. That's hence why he... Yeah, it was yeah. just crazy. Yeah. The pleated pants in this. Like, the, no, the clothing the, looked like all Seinfeld clothes. Like The, the airport security was just fucking hilarious because, like, like, that's why I said, like, I put on their... TSA. What? We don't care about we don't care about ticking. We just care about vibrating. He goes, modern bombs don't vi- tick; they vibrate. He goes, nine out one out of nine one out of ten times is a dildo, but we never can say your dildo. We have to say a dildo. Right. He goes, usually it's a razor, but that one time he goes, I don't have a dildo. He goes, eh. and then you see Tyler Durden outside stealing a car, which is like probably just in his imagination at this point. Ah, uh, that was before the guy. Gave him the vehicle, right? No, no, no. The guy that was when he's waiting for his luggage that was uh, lost or being examined. He looks out the window and you see Tyler Durden just jumps in a car and takes off. And the guy's like, "Hey, my car!" It was like a oh, little. Oh, that okay. I yeah, that, yeah. Because later on, uh, one of the airport guys brings him a car. Mm-hmm. Like, and, but they address him as Mister Dirt, like Mister Dirt, but he's looking at him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was a car they got in the accident with too. Wasn't I think it, it was. Yeah. I think I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Okay. So that was a different. I. I I actually missed that part of that. Yeah, because then he comes back. That's when he comes back to his apartment. It was burnt down. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you see the Ikea furniture. You see the yin-yang table mm-hmm. that he talked about. And then that's when he goes to call Marla and first. That's the she hangs up. Start a fight club. And then that's when he calls Tyler Durden. And he hangs. And then he doesn't answer. He hangs up the phone. Then it rings back. And they said there's a sign on the set phone that says does not accept incoming calls. There's a sign mm-hmm. on the phone. I didn't catch this, but something I read mm-hmm. later, which is another clue of. Hey, that's him. I always do Star 67. I'm calling back, you know. Yeah, I put Star 69 here because st- yeah. it's been a long time since that's been used or heard. Or Star 69, you're right. I put yeah. Star 69 on there. I was like, he said Star 69. That's been a long time since I've heard that. Uh, Marla going to two different meetings. I put tourists in here. I go, cheaper than a movie and there's free coffee. I guess that's what she says. And then. Oh, it, but being a former coffee addict, I, I could. Oh, I thought you just said being a former person that used well, to go to these she meetings. She goes to the testicular cancer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have more of a reason to be there. I'm the only one that don't have balls. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, which was which was clever. And then you I see her just being this like kind of like this bottom dweller person where she mm-hmm. goes in, steals all these clothes out of the dryers, and then goes to the pawn shop and sells them. And mm-hmm. he's like, Hey, you forgot. And he's just kind of following her along. But she's living her life, doing whatever she's done all this time. And he's so broken, dude. I 
The first time I saw that movie, I thought she was a heroin addict for some reason. Oh yeah, I I, I, I she couldn't. said she made the the makeup artist put on her makeup with the left hand because she wasn't. <clears throat> she goes, Marla would never look a hundred percent put together because of that's, and she kind of mm-hmm. played it like a heroin chic kind of look. Yeah, of I just role. for some reason I always thought she was like a heroin addict, you know, like, but. Seeing it now, like I was like, well, like okay, she's not. She's just someone's fucked up like him, but maybe not to the same level. Like she still had all her wits about her in a sense. Like yeah. she didn't have the multi personality thing where he did. Another good quote from the movie, and it's funny because I waited for Jay to stop talking. Mm-hmm. When people think you're dying, they really listen to you instead of waiting for their turn to speak. Yep. And I was like, wow, that is so relevant to now. It's insane. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 again. There's every once in a while it. I felt like, again, not having dying. watched this for such a long time, and then Jurassic Park, there was a big gap of time when I watched Jurassic Park, and then I watched it with my nephews and stuff, and it was like, there were certain lines in there where I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, I go, that that line is always stuck in my head, and the same thing was happening with this, where I'm like, oh yeah, that's a line that's stuck in my head, that's a line stuck in my head. Um, and mm. I go, things you things you own end up owning you, I have in quotations. Yeah, let me see, uh, I took a bunch of pictures, but, mm-hmm. um, and, yes. And then he moves into the only fucking house in an industrial area. Yeah, so it's on Paper Street, which in uh, map making is always what they call like generic words. Like, there's going to be like a road five, five, here. Five. Yeah, exactly. Or like, this, there's going to be a road here. We're just calling it Paper Street mm-hmm. or Paper Towns. They'll develop. And mm-hmm. there's a movie called Paper Towns based on that idea of these things on maps. Um, but yeah, they said they really got drunk and did the, um, when they were golfing outside, like they were legitimately drunk for after a while. But yeah, we forgot <laughs> them at the restaurant or at the bar. He meets them up at the bar. And oh, uh, where Fight Club begins. Yep. And he's. Because I have. I go, hit me here. Hit me. Uh, I want you to hit me as hard as you can, which is like a thing they played in the, that little that little thing right there. They say it over and over again everywhere. But I want you to mm-hmm. hit me as hard as you can. Having quotations. So this is when they go to the bar, right? Mm-hmm. All right he's out in the parking lot beating himself up. So they, well, they said that conversation they had in the bar, they filmed it. They didn't have anything scripted at that point, and they just let them keep talking. So a lot of that was when he's like, do you know what a du- duvet is? That was the first time I ever heard of the word duvet. Do you know what a duvet is? He goes, oh, it's a blank. He goes, yeah. He goes, but we should not right know what that Right after that, he is. looked up Foray. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they basically improv all that scene to kind of come from their perspectives, and then they splice it together. But yeah, they go outside, and he's like, the hitting we talked about already with hitting him in the ear. And then some the next night, it wasn't the first night that people started watching them, right? Or was I, it the I same put, he, he asks him, who would you fight? Uh, well, there's a lot. You of could it. fight anybody. Who could you fight? Yeah, Living or Dead, history, famous people. Like they say a lot. Do you William remember? Shatner is yeah. one, uh-huh. and uh, Gandhi. Gandhi. Abraham he goes, Lincoln. "Oh, that's a good one." They do it today. That's right. They go through that multiple times in the movie. That's right. But so, uh, yeah. Welcome to Fight Club and the rules. I have written next. So. Yep. So yeah, he. One of the nights. They like, got a lot of rules. There was a lot more than I remember. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I, mean, I only remember the first two. <laughs> I just don't remember the the others like do, eight. Do you want to go over all of them? Do you have them all what, written? No, but when he's talking back and forth, he actually said this in his own mind too. Voiceover said, "Sometimes Tyler just speaks for me." Mm-hmm. Well, when he's in the hospital after he gets his ass kicked, yeah. he's laying on the table and the woman's like uh, per, like stitching him up, and he goes, "Sometimes I just let Tyler speak for me." He's like, he fell down. He fell down the stairs. He's like I fell down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's Sorry, like again a lot of clues, but I don't remember clues. I remember, uh, I mean, uh, uh, rule number one and then three and four are the same fucking rule, right? Oh, one and two are the same rule. You don't talk about Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, you can't, you can't tell the people about it, which is weird because he goes, somebody's breaking the fucking rules because we're crowded down here. Uh-huh. So somebody's telling other fucking people. Uh, what other yep. rules is there? Um, well, there was, was one like if it's your first time at Fight Club, you, you have, have to fight. fight. Have to fight yep. uh, no shirt. 
uh, no yep. shoes yep. Um, until somebody taps out. Yep. Yeah, I forget what other ones there were. Yeah, there. I mean, but they were all like you can look um, them up. Look them up. Yeah, they, they were all. They, they all came off to be like very um, humane kind of thing for like that type of. When you're making rules for something, yeah. Right? When you're making the rules, well, they want to feel. They want to feel alive. They don't want to fucking kill people, right? You said you never felt alive. Right. You know, oh yeah. You don't yeah, know yeah, who yeah. you are till you get punched in the face, right? That's yep. what so yeah. No, for sure. I mean, and like I said, uh, like it makes a lot of sense the way they made the rules for that, and it like you know all goes towards like making it feel real for you as you're watching a movie. Like I like to watch a movie, and I want to feel like I'm in that movie and the shit's real, you know. Mm-hmm. So like he made them all go out there and. Uh, fight somebody but lose the fight. Yeah, he had to start a fight and lose it. Yeah, that was later when he started expanding, getting Before into people Project started Mayhem. Coming in the house. Well, yeah, so wasn't it? Well, that was. I think it was after he had them oh. moving. Well, uh, there was a certain point oh, where no. Well, wait. He was going to other cities. Well, that's later too, and that's later. But I think that that was later when they had the house, though. So he has yeah at, the, at Paper Street they start building bunks, and, and now Marla's yeah. come back into the picture because she was going to commit suicide. And she called up uh, Ed Norton. She overdosed, but I think that was her cry for help. It was help. a cry for help. She goes, oh, you know, I could, I could, it could I could be just a cry for help. But it should be a cry for help, yeah. So he shows up, and she he never wants- says a word to her when he shows up. Mm-hmm. And that's the other clue is they go, she's never met him, but she acts like she knows him. And whenever mm-hmm. um, Tyler and her are never in the room at the same time mm-hmm. in yep. the movie, they have yeah, one answers, also- one extras. Yep. yep. So rule number one, yep. uh, you don't talk about Fight Club. Rule number two, you do not talk about Fight Club. Row number three, if someone yells stop, goes limp, taps out, the fight is over. Yep. Uh, number four, only two guys to a fight. Yep. Uh, number five, one fight at a time. Yep. Rule number six, no shirts, no shoes. No service. Uh, number seven, fights will, go, fights will go on as long as they have to. Mm-hmm. And rule number eight, if this is your first fight club, you have to fight. Yep. Your yeah, first time at fight club. First night at yep. fight club. So eight that's eight rules. That's right, eight rules, yeah. That's why when Marsh was getting his ass kicked, I took looked at the other two guys and went, do not, I go, I'm not fighting if you're not fighting. Okay, cool. It's, <laughs> it was like after all that movie. Too. Yeah. Phew. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Actually, that might happen before this movie. Anyway, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there were no rules. <laughs> so the, There's one rule. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's uh, he starts <laughs> kind of expanding the brand, and people like they're in the basement of the bar. Oh, oh they're in the basement of the bar. Yeah. Then the mm-hmm. owner comes in one yes. day, and he's like, "Who the mm-hmm. fuck are all? He's got it's his henchman there, with, motherfucker, with his guns, and he's like, "Who the fuck are?" And he just plays like, "Ha ha!" He's like getting his ass kicked. He's like, "Ha!" He's laughing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just watching in horror. And then that's when I love when he gets on top of him, and just starts bleeding. He goes, "You don't know where I've been. You don't know where I've been." Yeah. And he goes, let us keep fighting here. We love it here. And he's like, runs out, freaked out, because he was crazier than him. He outcrazied him, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's, I think, that was, I think, the cachet that gets him to that next level with all these people going, oh, this is our person, you know, this is our mm-hmm. leader. Because then that's the, um, he starts having people show up and they have to wait outside three days and not leave. That's, he said they pulled that from something else, uh, the three day rule, because he says it to him, he goes, we're going to do it like that one movie or whatever they did. And he goes, all right, three days it is, oh, or something it's they, like uh, yeah, it seems, that seems like when they're doing that uh, the college shit. You know, I like do want to bring it up. It's a hazing. Yeah. When yes. he talked to Marla, 
I do want to bring this up because I thought it was funny. I never paid attention to it before. Is it the line? It's no, it's Tyler in the background practicing what nunchucks in his eyes. Oh, yes. I see. Yeah. I'm cracking up. I'm like, oh my he God. Nervous. Himself so Brad, Brad yeah, Pitt's just back there fucking around with right, the nunchucks. He's on the phone and then he just puts the phone receiver yeah. up. Yes, there. that was before he did the booty call. But, right? the, but yep. the nunchucks, him, Brad Pitt in the background fucking around with the nunchucks had me cracking up. So, so this, was, yes. this is another David Fincher thing with the studio. Which and they I bring like. up the sport fucking too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So oh. she has the line. She says, Do you remember the line that she says after they have sex? Her and Tyler. Uh, I have my head in here, but I don't know. Uh, she goes, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. So the original line in the movie was, I want to have your abortion. Her and me both. Oh. So the, no. the studio was like, no, you cannot say but that they line. they said they were okay No, 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 no. This is, the, this is what Fincher said. He goes, I will cut that line, but whatever line I put next, you cannot... You cannot change. Have wow, they wish they would have kept that other one. And he okay. goes, they go, okay, yeah, you can change. You know, change. Yes, we'll agree to that. So then that's when he came up with that line. And they're like, no, no, go back to the other one. He goes, nope, he made an agreement. <laughs> now, Helena Bonham Carter didn't even quite get that until like years later because she thought grade school just meant like, like older, like all to her, like British minded wasn't elementary school, not grade school. Like it didn't uh, trigger like, wasn't a, oh, this yeah. is meant to be like very young, <laughs> very mm-hmm. young person. But but that's oh, she wasn't grade you know, school. Wasn't molested. It's, it's all like oh, uh, pre pre you know university and grade schools like the two it's two different yeah, things. It's, a, it's terminology difference between the two. So I thought that was like a fun little back yeah, creation that's a, story. That's a, like Fincher just kind of getting the one up jab on, on somebody. Um, lots of Krispy Kreme and uh, Starbucks stuff in this. Like again, being an anti-commercial movie, having the commercial stuff. So when they finally start Project Mayhem and that big ball gets rolling. Um, mm-hmm. They wanted it to destroy a Starbucks, and Starbucks is like, "No, we'll put our product placement where you can't." That's why they had to make a generic coffee shop. But that whole scene, Fincher wanted to make the ball actually be, oh yeah, a legit. They're like, "Oh, we can do it all in CGI," and he's like, "No, I want an actual yeah. giant ball, corporate artwork rolling down." So they estimated, and they figured, okay, it had to be like a two hundred fifty pound ball to roll properly, but it would have crushed right. all of the uh, actual fountain that was there and yeah. stuff. So they made like a hundred pound version of the ball, but when it would roll, it would bounce. It was floating oh. on the water. So then they were like, okay, we'll do part. So they ended up like doing some, some parts of it. You'll see like weird meshes oh. where it's actually rolling, but then it's like a CGI ball. Oh, I never Even when it rolled against the building, it kind of bounced. So they had to like make it is a CGI chairs. Yeah. It? Yeah. And they had to make oh. CGI chairs like fly out of the way to make it look like it was this heavy ass ball rolling. And when it smashed into the building, it didn't do that much damage. They had to do all this like extra CGI damage. So again, it was mixing both worlds, but it was necessity. You know, like I like the idea and the intent was there. It looked good. And then you didn't kind of notice the other stuff. I mean, there's a lot of weird CGI in this God, movie. Really so, good. so I got another quote here. Our fathers are models of God. Our fathers leave us. What does that tell you about God? Yep. I was like, damn, this movie's, ugh, I forgot all these fucking quotes. Sorry. I just thought it was a good quote. I mean, that's why it had like a, it had a cachet value. But again, I think most people didn't quite get that's why I think it holds up is that anti-corporate mentality that it's building to. It's definitely, it's hot. So Project, yeah, in Project Mayhem, he's got all this army of people living yep. in there now, and he starts sending them out and goes, you have to f- start a fight with somebody and lose. And I read somewhere that the scene with the priest, when he's mm-hmm. like squirting the water, yeah, yeah. that the camera shakes. I didn't quite catch that because the mm-hmm. cameraman that was filming it laughed at it. Mm-hmm. But that priest ends up coming and working in, like, being in the fight club, too. Oh, I didn't pay attention. Oh, he, yes, he does. He fights. Yeah. He fights. I think he's a fight with him. I, I think most of those people end up. Well, the guy uh, on the bus that bumps him is one of the guys in the next shot. You see yeah, him he, there. Yeah, when he's fighting him in the club. Reminds me of a, it looked like a lichen. 
that's the crossover episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I thought something weird <laughs> watching world. something weird watching this whole movie. A lot of times you watch an old movie and you see somebody you're like, "Oh, that's it's not that so old. and so." Oh, that's it's not so- that old. It's twenty years old, but it's not that twenty four years like old. old. I think a classic old twenty two years old. Like, I think old movies like. Black and white. No, no, I've watched. No, well, who would I know from old? I would know anybody from old movies. I'm saying a movie that's been around for. I work I, with people now. I call that it bullshit. Born after this movie came out. Listen, it's we watched. Movie. We watched Mortal <laughs> Engine. I, put that, I work with people that were born after this movie came out. So uh-huh. we were. We watched Mortal Engine, and there were people in Mortal Engine. I'm like, oh, that's so and so. Oh, that's so and so. This movie surprisingly had nobody that was like, oh, popping out like, oh, I've seen well, Jared Leto. Well, yeah, I knew, but I knew who he was at that time too. I did not know who he was. See, at he was the in time. Panic. Brad Room. Pitt. And he was also Requiem for a Dream at the time? Well, no, Requiem for a Dream after. after. Okay, all right. I think Panic Room. Actually, that was another David Jay Fincher. Jay knew Brad Pitt. Yep, Ed Norton, too. He, <laughs> they were in that. But like, uh, something. So Jared Leto has the scene, because he was already in 30 Seconds of Mars at this point, because he goes, uh-huh. we all think we're big actors and rock stars or something like that. He says rock stars, and that's the first shot we uh-huh. see okay. oh. of Jared Leto in there with his blonde eyebrows and blonde hair. So what's his name? So Meatloaf, does, Do too, I see that right? Does, what's his name? Well, but I knew him. He, he fights Jared Leto's character because he's getting jealous uh-huh. about Ty- how close Tyler and Jared Leto's character is getting to each other, yes. right? Okay, I was Because like, he's his number, t- he's becoming like his I never weird and his dissociative, like he's losing track of his alternate personality right. and kind of favoring this new guy. So he's like, I just want to destroy something beautiful, which is another yeah. line that always st- sticks with me from this movie. But he beats the shit out of him and he's just like ugly, swollen People, half th- face. Everybody around him was like judging him. There's the first time they looked at him and said, what the fuck's his deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, only once we've lost everything, we are free to do anything. Another quote from this movie. Yep. Sorry. I put, I go, I don't, th- I might, one of my notes goes, I don't think Jared Leto got the message of this movie. Working <laughs> jobs we hate <laughs> so we can, so we can buy shit we don't need. Another yep. line from this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. What message was Jared Leto supposed to get from this movie? So when, no, I, I just, basically everything anti Jared Leto, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, so he, <laughs> He, um, I didn't but, well, he him. started. He's the Thirty Seconds to Mars kind of is like a cult. Yeah. All the fans oh. of that. He's got like he'll go to like island resorts and invite people, and they walk That's around right. like in Linda because he just like we, we'll talk about it for Morbius, but like he puts in Morbius, he's playing like this like you know disabled person walking around slow, and uh, he did that like for the whole part, of the first part of the movie mm. they were filming, and he was supposed to be. The, the sickly Michael Morbius. Oh, you, he would, think, he, you think he met Brad? You think he let, let him punch him really in the face? I mean, <laughs> he would now. He probably would he now. He probably would now, right? Yeah. But like, he was walking around so slow that he was costing the studio money. Like, the director had to go, can we just put you in a wheelchair to push you to like to go to the bathroom? Because he would walk so slow. Yeah, uh, he's annoying. I um, said, beats himself up in the office like Jim That's Carey. what I was just about to go into. Oh, like, that was, that was another clue. He goes, this reminded me of my first fight with Tyler. Yeah. Because oh. he's he's holding the boss hostage, yes. going, I just want you to keep paying me. I won't tell all of our all secrets. Know, yeah. And he's like beating his beating his ass, throwing himself and all this stuff. I always thought, I think even back then was like, well, he really wouldn't have any. Gr- I mean, the boss was freaked out and just kind of gave him, gave yeah. into mm-hmm. him. But it's I feel like crazy. the boss would go, boss look at blood. my knuckles. If there's no, right, the right. blood goes away. There's nothing on him. Yeah. Right, I'm not yeah. bleeding. No bruises from the knuckles. But no from the look of it, like who, what nut job would do that to himself? Right, security walks in and just sees him like. Cowering below him, like stop, please. Yeah, stop. but at that time too, I think that was probably like part of the thing. There's like nobody really looked into things, right? They I guess just, it's I like put what out. you see is how you got judged. Um, what well, came out first, liar, liar, or Fight Club? I, look, I, I don't oh. know. I think maybe liar. Because you remember liar, like yeah. goes into that. Goes, I'm. What are you doing? When he's beating himself in the bathroom. Who beat you up? A desperate man, or whatever he <laughs> says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When somebody walks, and goes, "What are you doing? I'm kicking my own ass." <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. They had to be pretty close. Mm. Could you go on? 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dalton's pointless because <laughs> he can't lie. Um, 97. Okay, so it was before this. That's funny. And again, <laughs> I think what's weird is sometimes when we watch these movies that are older, especially all the stigmas you kind of throw like, oh, this reminds me of this or this rips off this. You kind of lose those threads or previews mm-hmm. that give away things and you watch them in the theater like, oh, I remembered all that. Then you watch it later, you kind of forget. And I kind of like really enjoyed this because there were a lot of things I remember, but I forgot about like when he takes the one guy when he goes in with the gun to the convenience store mm-hmm. and he pulls a guy out in the back mm-hmm. and he's like, what did you want to oh, be? Yep. What did you want to be? The food he gets up and eats Veterinary, tomorrow. veterinarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, I'm like, oh, that's an intense scene that would never be put in anything now. It would not now because they, they would be scared people would go do it. Yes. You're then people are going to be like, that guy's going to get up tomorrow and have the best food he's ever had in his life. He's going to eat the best burger or whatever he, it is. Then he takes, yeah, life. and then he takes the driver's license mm-hmm. and then you see later in the movie, the door is covered yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I go things like the VHS magnetizing when they're in the blockbuster store. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I go, what? Again, it's just so crazy how just time living long enough, you see time change. Can you use can you use old motor oil as fertilizer? Is that real? I don't think so. Because that's what they. Oh no, they no no no. That was the that was the anti capitalism type stuff they were doing. Motor oil as well. They one of the signs they put up it says you can use old motor. Yeah, that was like yeah, that was their being like. Just, uh, just, just anti fucking society up. So the other thing too is both at, during the making of the movie, Ed Norton and uh, uh, Brad Pitt were talking about that the, the Beetle, the new Beetle came out at that point in time, okay. and they said they go, "How bullshitty is the Beetle that this icon of '60s independence and like the hippie movement? All those people that bought into the machine and became corporate leaders are now going trying to sell, you know, this youthful uh, joie de vie, like live your life, be free." To the 90s kids, but it's all corporate bullshit. So they both hated the Beatle at the time, and that's why they wanted to make sure when they were smashing the head, smashing the cars, remember? At that scene before they put the, the backwards uh, tire thing. When they're, like, smashing the car, they get to the Beatle, and they go, oh, yeah, and that was the whole point. They want, they go, when we're smashing these cars, we have to have a Beatle in here. But that's mm-hmm. another clue is Brad Pitt hits it, the alarm doesn't go off, but when uh, Ed Norton hits it, the alarm goes off. Because on one of them's it. real, one of them's really staying right. oh. Um... So, so yeah, so or it's just that that's how bad the car alarm is on those things. <laughs> that's also possible. <laughs> so now, yeah, we're getting to the point where uh, Project Mayhem's getting really crazy. They did the smiley face on the side of the building. Ed Norton comes home or comes to because he's been sleeping for a while because it's after he got fired, I think, right? Yeah, he's beat up pretty bad, right? Yeah, yeah, he kicked his ass pretty bad. So he's like coming downstairs and they're all passing up here, like, oh, get ready to watch this. And he has <clears throat> no idea. And he's yeah. seeing all these like, uh, he's freaked out by his own people Right And he's like playing off And they're all playing off him Because it's like a test yeah. to them Because he's been doing this the whole time right. And then when he goes to um, Starts look, looking into these addresses Oh that's when I think right after that's when yeah, the, the, uh, Meatloaf Or uh, Robert Pulse, Robert well, Pulse. The, the ball rolling into the Oh that's the right The that coffee shop pro- is when he, he got shot after that Because they're the security guard yeah, and they shot him in the head or something. So he tries calling out, going like, he goes, yeah, no wonder you guys look like jackasses running around with masks. You look like robbers and villains. Mm-hmm. Well, of course the police are going to shoot at you. And they're like, his name is Robert Paulson. And they're all like, oh, yes, that's the new Yeah, yeah he's yep. like, fuck, this We is get a name in death. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're nobodies until we, until we die. And it's just, again, the machine getting out of control. And it's, it's almost like a revert. Yep. He's doing his own version of... What capitalism is like? You're getting, you're buying into the machine, right? Mm-hmm. So he's his anti-machine's now becoming a machine onto its mm-hmm. own, and that's what it's ultimately coming down to. Is he finds yep. out they're going to build these bombs and all these corporate buildings that are. 
again, now there's backups yeah. of backups of backups. Back in 99 or 98 when it was made. Servers aren't even on the places right. where they're at now. Right. So so they're, like, yeah. they're in the cloud. Yes. The concept was to blow up these buildings to just get rid of all these corporate records of... of well, everything you own, right? Or have to pay your college funds or what do you owe banks your, or what do you own debt, homes? Or get rid of all your debts and start over again. That was what the... That was the point behind it. Um, we're seeing, I have this here. Um, welcome back, sir. Well, who do you think I am? He goes, you're Mr. Durton. And that's when everything clicked. What scene was that? Was that when he went well, to the restaurant? Well, he starts tracking. Well, he starts going, where have I been? Where Everybody's gone. And he's like trying to, sees all these like uh, receipts for uh, mm-hmm. airfare and stuff. Okay. So he starts going all these cities again and finding out that there's- That's where Fight Club's bouncing up, starting mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And so he's going, oh, he's been starting franchises. Again, the anti-corporate is now becoming a corporate thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pick, you know, tongue, tongue very- Planted very firmly in cheek, but um, yeah, that's when he goes to the one restaurant where the guy turned me on. Him saying that, <laughs> I got to hold you up. Right, ooh. Where he sees all the people having a meeting, and he looks, and they all look at him, kind of like nod. And then there's the the bartender this, in like a headgear for his broken yeah. spine. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And he's and the one. Then, uh, he thought he's being tested. Detectives again. in the interrogation room. They're all part of it. <laughs> yes. except for the he one said guy you would left. say that. He yep. said you would yep. say he that. Said he said you say that too. Yeah. Because they threatened that one politician too yeah. earlier into the bathroom. Yeah. Yep, like we're gonna cut you off of him or something, right? Uh huh. And his flashback, he saw that scene differently. Right. <laughs> that right. it was him. Because yeah. it was like you see, uh, even the you are not. Yeah, that whole scene with the shaking camera. You yeah. are not the this. You are not the this. Yeah. Then it cuts back and you see it's Ed Norton saying all these things. Him and, fighting himself out in front of the bar. Yep. Stuff like and that. people are. That's why people weren't intervening because they're just like, who the fuck's this crazy guy? And mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I like. Oh, go ahead. And he goes, you're in, oh, this is, uh, are we in the building now? Well, we can go to the hotel before the okay, building. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So he's finally in a hotel, and then Tyler shows up, and he's basically calling him out, like, going, yeah, what, you know, what do you think? I'm taking over, you you know, you're, you're weak, you needed me, blah, 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 blah. And then that's when he's, uh, does he call Marla? Is that that point where he's trying to go back, to get back home to Marla? Are they both racing to get to Marla? Well, there's, there's one part where, uh. He got Marla on the bus to leave. He goes, yeah, get on here. I don't want to uh, see where you go. That's what he gets. Yeah, because they'll find you. and Because uh, she's being a if, He goes, if, he, if I know, he knows. Right. Yeah, because there was a thing where I, I think he threatened her because she's uh, fucking up the plan kind of thing. Like Because he's at that point, he's following for her. Tyler's just using her for a booty call kind of thing. Yes. He's that's what she falling has, in love. Because she has the moment in the kitchen where she's. She goes, you're hot, you're cold, you love me, you hate me. I don't understand yep. where we stand. You're fucking crazy, basically. And, you know, and yeah, you're right. I think it's Ed Norton's realizing he has feelings for her, you're but hot, Tyler. <laughs> that's what Katy Perry wrote this song for the movie. And then, uh, yeah, that's what I think you're right. It's, it's, it's almost really very Moon Knight ish, is really Moon Knight is. is. Well, we it's, talked about this in episode one of Moon Knight that is very DID. It's kind of the. But it's like the love triangle that may be forming with Stevens in love with Layla, but Layla is in love with is Mark married, Spector, well, is Tyler married to Durden. Mark. But yeah, it's really kind of that, yeah. you know. Yep, and just had a fling with Jack. <laughs> so they're arguing back and forth. He goes, "You're insane." He goes, "No, you are insane. You're the one." And they're arguing back up in the building now. So they even right? go. Well, then they yeah. So he, that's when he goes back and sees Marla. Mm-hmm. Well, before the building stuff, but he goes to see Marla and they go to the restaurant. This is before he puts her on the bus too. There's the guy ah, going. Right. Oh, yep. He goes, "It's on the house, Mister Durden." That's the lead singer of the band Live. Do you remember that song? I the do band? remember. Uh, okay. Light lightning crashes. Yeah, lightning crashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just or a uh, couple words. I alone. All those mm-hmm. songs. I but he like goes. How he stopped himself. He goes. Would you like the cream the suit? He goes. He goes. I clean <clears throat> food. And he goes. Well, then I would not suggest the clam chowder. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. That's right. 
And she's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why are you getting all this free stuff? But he's got people everywhere. Uh, well, because yeah. it, <laughs> it, it, it there's more people pissed off at the, over the, the machine mm-hmm. than, you know, society wants you to believe, I guess. Or, I like or, seeing her, Tyler Durden's pissed. He's going he's to pee in the soup. But uh, he, he takes oh, water when he's, and pours the water out to make him feel like he has Yeah, he goes, stop yes. talking. I can't pee. I, I, I got <laughs> yes. a shy bladder. It made me think of not, take the, not to take <laughs> yes. the clam chowder soup. Yes, yes, yes. No. <laughs> yeah, when they were going all over all the night yeah. jobs. But yeah, the, so Ed Norton had the day job, and then because he couldn't sleep, he became Tyler Durden and went into these night jobs, yeah. and he just never slept. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then now he's gone into the building. He's yes. figured out there's all this nitroglycerin and the homemade night, you know, bombs soap. and stuff, basically. No, it's right. soap. In the van, Wait, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's soap. He's shooting the gun. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you?" Or he goes, "Cut the green one." He goes, "Oh, yeah." As, as Ed Norton's trying to figure out which one, he goes, "If you know, I know." He goes, "But maybe I made myself not know." He goes, "Well, I wouldn't touch that one. Oh, I wouldn't do that." You know, um, but it, so they end up getting into the beginning of the movie where they're in the the, yeah. the, the top room, mm-hmm. and he's got you know he goes if Tyler has he finally figures out if Tyler has the gun, I have the gun. So the only way he thinks to dis- to feed him basically is to shoot a hole in the side of his head, but through his mouth out the side of his cheek, yeah. and that effectively kills the Tyler persona, yes. even though he is Tyler Durden. He's really calm about it, right? She comes in, and goes, "Oh my God, your face!" Well, oh, even okay, all the I'm people okay. coming, yeah, yeah, all of his followers. And well, I think at that point, though, from beer. all the stuff that he put them through, I think they're numb to it. She might uh, hurt. She she's a different story, but everybody else, I think they're numb to it. They're like, "All right, this is just him doing his I, thing." I, I, I'm okay. Right, okay, he's just—he's right. a crazy motherfucker that we decided to follow. Has got a great idea or whatever, uh-huh. whatever the thing is, you know. And then they're probably all a little crazy. Camera to goes it. to his face, and he says, uh, "Welcome to a very strange time in my life." <laughs> and yeah. then we look out the w- window as the Pixies. Um, what is that song called? Losing my mind, or where? Where is my mind? As the buildings, the classic, collapsing. and then the buildings collapse. Now those are all Fox building buildings that Fox Corporation owns okay. across all of the world. They just did digital versions of those because mm-hmm. they didn't want to blow up any real buildings to be like. So now it's 20th Century Fox. This is technically a Disney film because they own rights. And to which it. is why this is on Tubi or Play-Doh? Play-Doh? Tubi, yep. Tubi, yeah. Tubi, which is a, a Disney product. Oh, and I put, and then the penis slide comes up. Yep. So the other thing I go at the start of the movie, I forgot when he's talking about the voiceover, he goes, You're at ground zero. I'm, I'm and glad I'm like, you didn't forget Because ground zero is what oh, we and I go again. Yeah. It's before nine eleven, but I'm like, that's what you would call like where your major After. attack is. Of that's course. always where it is. Yeah, but it's, it's like just, I was like, I go, ooh, it's always knowing, zero where it always knowing is. that the movie starts him talking about these buildings that are about to all collapse that are supposed to free. What's weird is I remembered a scene that I must have made up where he said he envisioned the future of uh, people like raising uh, food, like growing food on freeways. So you and, read. So you're a Fincher. So you probably read the book. I did read the book. So maybe we met him. Maybe, too. maybe that scene's in the book. Because he talked about like seeing animals in the wild and reclaiming all the like nature, and I, I f- can picture it unless it's been in some. Maybe other you read movie. the book. Well, about maybe it maybe the book. I am legend. They have that where maybe I, the animals claim the city. Maybe, but uh, that was a Will Smith movie though. Yeah, and there's another movie called High Rise that might have something like that. <laughs> but yeah, I read the book. We both also met the author because he was coming out with some book with a with some kind of bird on the front of the book. It was a book lullaby. Book. I think lullaby, was, and that's you were gonna get the signature of lullaby, and then ask him. I got questions. him to sign my Fight Club. Did you? That's right. I remember that. Yeah. And I asked cool. him. I I got to ask him. I go. I you know. I said, how many tries did it take to get this? He goes, Oh, I wrote tons of terrible books until I got to this one. But it was kind of cool just to talk to him. And it was a library, not library. Borders. Borders, Borders in, in Ann Arbor. Arbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's Borders? Borders Bookstore, remember? What's a bookstore? What's, <laughs> what's, what's a, <laughs> is that where you're going next, Jay? Yes. Yeah, so, what's a book? Uh, notes I got here that we didn't really talk about. I go, 
in the in the screen or in the movie version with the subtitles, they no, call him Rupert. You know no, it's not as funny weird. when he's like oh, go he, there first. Wait, oh, oh, because what's his name doesn't really have a name in this movie. No, does it? it's always in everything I've ever read is like they call the narrator. Well, they the narrator Jack. or Jack is the other one. But and he they, doesn't have a name, right? No, because he's Tyler. Wait, what <laughs> for Ed Norton's? Ed version. Norton's character doesn't have a name, but they call him Jack. I think um, in the comic book. So sequel, they call him Jack. Okay, all right. Because he's like, I am Jack's prolapsed anus, whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. things he says. But like, it says Rupert on here, and then I thought all it was right. funny at one point when they have like a company meeting, and he goes, cybernetting an office is the wave of the future. And I'm like, cybernetting an office? Cybernetting. And that's the scene where the guy Can goes- we make that a word? Well, that's when he goes, he agrees with me, and then he did that like bloody teeth <laughs> smile at him. But yeah, cybernetting, I'm like, what? And then, uh, I think those are all my notes. Do you have any notes that you missed? I hit everything. We hit it in one way or another. So. Oh, and then the recent China, Chinese edit. So for China, they just released this there recently. Oh. They cut the movie before they blow up the end of the build. The, the out buildings blowing up. They cut it at the end, and they go basically. And then Tyler was better at that. Like oh. they, they have like some kind of weird subtitle thing on it, but they don't show the actual chaos mm. of what mm. his whole ramifications so weird. were. They're totally too cool at doing that, but then they've released. A- well, they probably don't want people in China influenced by China. It's, yeah, like anti. That. I mean, cor- it's anti-corporation. Even which though is all China is right, anti-establishment, whatever you want to call. They it. might be communist, but they are definitely very corporate. Let's be honest, capitalism won, right? Capitalism won the day. The whole world's dictated by capitalism. In one way or another. Even if you're communist. Yep. You're- Duh. <laughs> Wherever you find a problem, if you go back far enough or not even sometimes mm. that far, money's at the root. Money's the root well, of all evil. Money or women. It's been in there since. No, it's always money. No, not always. Money is always. Nice, guys. Money uh, or- we're, you got any more notes for us? Or- or- no, no. I was going to see if I could find what the Chinese edit, but I guess it's going to take too long to look for Money it. or sex. That's why I'll say sex. Not always women. You're right. Sometimes it's guys. Money. Sex. Money and sex. Money leads to sex and power. Power, Not always. power sex, Sometimes and money. sex leads to money. It's all about money. Everything's about money. Sex. Money. Money gets you every money gets you sex. It can, but sex can get you money. Sex doesn't always get you money. Money always gets but you that's, sex. But that's that's dumb people though. Yeah. That's just someone that doesn't know, know how to fucking hold out for it. <laughs> so I think, yeah, this it was weird to watch this after such a long gap of time of watching it. It's probably been at least it had to be 20 years. I can't see watching it in the early 2000s after watching it so much in the late 90s. I um, just remember I didn't like it when it first came out. And watching it again, I was like, well, oh, I actually kind of like it. Yeah. So I don't know I don't know if it's because I'm older or if it more hits closer to home now or, or whatever. But I mean, it's a movie that maybe holds up. Maybe it's more eye-opening because consumerism, we have another 20 years of that, right? Mm-hmm. And to where it's, it's pushed so heavy on us and uh, – and an environment we've been in in America, and you start to understand it now with the college loans, own the rest of your life paying them back. I think it's more relevant now than it was then. Well, right? I mean, it's bizarre to think like what Instagram or thing. You know, these people go on Instagram thinking they're going to make money being an influencer, mm-hmm. and like, it's like, what is that even? What is that? I went to the gym the other day. I am not making this up. Everywhere I, looked, I know you went pe- to the gym, people had tripods up all over recording themselves working out. I've never felt more uncomfortable at the gym in my life. It's so weird. But they were they would set up the, one lady was setting up a tripod, putting her phone up on her setting up. I looked over, there was another person with another phone on there and another thing working out on my All at Planet Fitness? I'm, no, no, at Edge. Edge oh. and Canton here. But there was it was like without exaggeration, probably about 60, 70 people working out there, about 12 or 14 people somewhere in there had cameras out rec- like setting it up like it was a like it was a studio thing where them recording mm-hmm. themselves working out. I'm like, I go, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like it's weird. Like I don't want. First of all, I don't want to meet anybody else's videos. Mm-hmm. Second, they're spending- well, because then they've got a lot of video. You see a lot of videos where girls are working yeah. out and they're they catching the guys. Well, they they spend more time work setting their stuff up than they were working out. Yeah, I swear to God, they were. 
Mm-hmm. And then they'll go and get whatever surgery they're going to get and make it look like they're working out at the gym. It's a real thing right now. It was just, it was weird. It was very, um, I don't know. I don't, right, meta's not the word, but I felt like disconnected, mm-hmm. but it was weird what I was looking at. Like it was, I was like, what the We're fuck? We're living in the future. Mm-hmm. I don't know it's what dystopia. this is. dystopia. It's funny. If I would have said that, though, he would have said I was trolling. That's okay. Oh, it was weird. It was a, no, such it, a weird feeling. That's what I'm saying. That, that, Doing another, if you can figure out another way so to So you're make creeping this. on everybody sitting at the gym. It made basically. me uncomfortable being there because there's so many cameras around. Like it was, and people were more but not focused. The, but not in the public restroom. But not in the public restroom. <laughs> people were more focused on what they were going to on social media than they were their workout. It, it was, um, I don't know. It's yeah, horrible. But they're commodifying their life, right? That's really, again. Eh, that's But that's part of, that's their social that's aspect of capitalism. life. That's the gym. They're influencers. They're, they're influencing make- you to, to pay for or do whatever. It's, that, I mean, Michael's more I, relevant I mean, if we could make, if we can make money doing, I mean, we do this for fun, but if we can make money doing this. Yeah. We're the dumb ones. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, well, there's no way to make money off. We can't force people to make money, make, or we can't force a way to make this make no, you money. You can force people to make money, but that's. Uh, make money or. Domestic. Uh, pay democracy. money. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, you can start getting other bullshit, right? All right. We're all hungry on our Starving. lunch break. So let's call it. All right. Yeah, anybody I'm, else I'm has so, suggestions so or recommendations? Instead of eating. <laughs> if anybody else has recommendations, you know, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and email us. All of that will be at the end of this uh, podcast. So thank you for listening. Back to work. Back to work. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it. And feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.